0: Welcome to Siri Fast Five, where we detail hot topics in commercial real estate in five minutes or less. I'm Carly Ayakono, and tonight we're talking about the ongoing effects of the COVID-19 shutdown on commercial real estate. It has been a wild few weeks. If you are anywhere in the New York area, you've already been housebound likely for two weeks plus. If you're anywhere else in the country, get ready. It is crazy. Um that said, on a personal note, I would recommend that you use this time. You don't let the time use you. I can think of a few things worse aside from getting ill, obviously, than coming out of this in a few months and looking back and saying, wow, I wish I would have. I wish I would have learned that skill. I wish I would have gotten in shape. Whatever your thing is, fill in the blank, do it. Be proud of it and have something that you look back and say that was a really unique time in history. Thank God my loved ones are well. I hope that's the case. Thank God I'm healthy. And I came out with something positive that I can uh, actually be thankful for this time with my family or time at home to work on me. So don't let this time go to waste. Now, on a commercial real estate, it's you know a, a really, really tumultuous time, as you know. A lot of buyers and sellers are on the sidelines, lending's changing each day but I will tell you there are select groups of buyers that are moving forward. Instead of throwing up a bunch of data points, I wanted to tell you who's still active in the market because I think it's it's a positive note and there's nothing wrong with focusing on things that are actually happening that are positive. So The first is situational buyers. Now, these are your 1031 buyers who are already entering into an exchange and they need to transact. There have not been any extensions to 1031 deadlines as of yet, we'll see. So those buyers are under a time crunch. They need to find inventory, they need to transact. So they are still very active. In fact, we put a few offers out for 1031 buyers already this week. We have several deals moving to contract that are for 1031 buyers. So there is still that pipeline out there and they are still moving forward. Other situational examples could be buyers or sellers that have family issues. Maybe they need to do some estate planning. Maybe they have someone in their family who no longer wants to be in a partnership and that requires a sale and then a purchase. There's a lot of uh, unique situations that cause people to want to buy and sell and not be able to stay on the sidelines when a lot of other people are. The next is scarcity. So buyers who find an asset that they feel cannot be replaced or is unique to their portfolio or really accretive to their overall investment strategy are still going to transact as long as they have liquidity wherever that might be coming from. So if there's scarcity in the market for a certain type of asset, which right now we definitely have scarcity for very long-term net lease product, 20-year terms are hard to come by, especially with investment grade tenants. So an asset like that will have demand and you will see buyers who are buying it because of the scarcity in the market. Uh, The third is certainty. So with this up and down with the turmoil of the stock market, we have a lot of people calling us looking for real property, looking for something they can see, they can touch, they understand. Obviously there's a lot of negative news about tenants and small business, we get that, we're going to be moving through that Um, and real property still has value. So there is this need, this demand for certainty as much as we can offer it uh, and a lot of people are turning to real estate because of that. Now, are they all jumping in with all the money they have to their name? No, but there's a lot of buyers starting to circle and think maybe this is the right place for me where they used to just be in other asset classes or you know in financial measures like the, the stock market exclusively. So those are the three categories of buyers that are remaining active. Again, not the same velocity, not the same market we had a few months ago, but there are pockets that are still moving forward and we are able to still get deals done. Now, if you are a seller and you need to sell or you're a buyer and you're in the middle of a transaction, there's a few things to keep in mind because transacting in today's world is not as easy as it was even a few weeks ago. So give yourself more time. Expect your due diligence to take longer, site inspections are taking longer, title as these governments close is definitely taking longer. It's getting done and if you need help with third parties give me a call. We have some great relationships, happy to share. Um, So you have to be working with the right third parties but know that even then it's going to take a little more time. So expect some delays in your process but stick with it. If the buyers are showing that they're moving through and they're doing everything they can as a seller, I would recommend being patient. If you're a seller, um, you know, you're just going to have to understand that those timelines are getting a little bit more pushed out. So just be wary of the the actual mechanics of the actual process of transacting in today's market. Uh, the next thing is, it's not fire sale pricing. We are not seeing things that were, you know, a six cap. Two months ago or even two weeks ago, all of a sudden be an A cap. It's not that kind of market transition. So don't expect fire sale park uh, pricing if you are a buyer coming into the market for the first time. And as a seller, I would say don't respond like that. Be calm, be patient. Things will level out. So if you need to transact, be careful with your timing, be careful with your asset positioning. And I unless it's a dire situation, I would not recommend fire sale pricing at this point in the market. And the the last is being realistic about the lending. So the credit markets have tightened up. I mentioned this in uh, last week's episode. Local lenders are still very active. A lot of our other more institutional players are not. Um, but banks are lending, but they're being more cautious. So they're pulling back on their LTV, their their rates are up a bit, and they're being more cautious with what kind of deals they'll go after. So don't expect 75, 80% LTV at a you know 3% interest rate. It's just not gonna happen. So if you are going after a deal, be very uh, realistic with your lending. And if you're a seller considering an offer from a buyer, make sure that they, they really have the money to purchase it, that they have strong financials, because banks are being uh, much more careful with what deals they actually approve in their credit committees. Few things to think about for this week. Feel free to give us a call if you're a buyer, you're a seller, you're a broker, and you're just having trouble navigating this uh, turmoil. We're happy to give you our thoughts and help you work through the issues. That was CRE Fast Five. I'm Carly Iacono. Look forward to seeing you again soon.